Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. I'm joined by KO. What's up, guys? And it's going to be a football-heavy episode this time around. Yeah. Because we've abandoned that for a while now because we got caught up in the whole play of Hyper Charlie. World Cup is coming around and we need to switch focus. Yeah, a whole lot needs to be discussed. Before we begin the episode, shout out to the ATW guys who are able to make it this episode. Shout out to Donald, Moose, and our recent recruits, Lex. Charlie, hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, we miss you guys. Well, one quick NBA thing because, Charlie, game one, the final was insane. At the very least, we do have to talk about the crazy end to that game. You, you, I, I don't count for basketball episodes for, you know, a very particular reason, but I did get a glimpse of what LeBron did. <laughs> I'm a Laker fan, but, you know, you have to give credit to, you know, where credit is due. He's playing well. 51 points? Okay. Yeah, 51. And they managed to look, look JR, man. I don't know what you were drinking that night or what you what you drank earlier, but yo, you know, whatever it is, you were right in front of the ring. Why take it back? Why and, not? You? And you saw him screaming at you. And for those who didn't watch the play, essentially, the game was tied. Uh, the Cavs had a free throw attempt. JR rebounded the ball and he had the ball and he waited for the clock to run out. At any point, he could have tried to get a shot, pass the ball to LeBron or try to get a foul and the Cavs would have won. But he sent to overtime, and then the Warriors beat the Cavs. And they, they, ah man, like that was a game they could have won. Ah uh, man, this this series is going to be interesting. I'll, I'll I'll actually you know go for the at least like I'll start watching from game three or something. I want to see what happens. If there was any doubt that LeBron was not going to be staying in Cleveland, I think Jr. just <laughs> just made that. Uh, yeah, just made that a certainty. All right, so moving on to our football heavy topics for this episode. The leagues have been done and wrapped up officially. 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 We're just going to do a quick country run through review. Yeah. This 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 season, I think for most of the leagues, you know, the champions won it you know, weeks before. It wasn't really. Yeah, everything just seemed about wrapped up. Yeah, you know, anything. I don't know. At least the major leagues we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the quality of football in England, you know, City City did it tremendously well. Juventus were, you know, pushed a little bit, but, you know... Uh, all challenges yeah, fell to the yeah, side. Yeah. Even the early outs that AC Milan, all they had coming in just the day in the future. You know, uh, League One was, you know, done in the... PSG on slot. I mean, no, let's say Neymar. Okay, well, Cavani put the shift in, yeah. you know, uh, particular times in the season. Uh, Bundesliga, Dortmund, CB4, but then uh, Hoffenheim and such to also push in. Uh, Leverkusen to did a distant RB Leipzig. <laughs> yeah, you know. They can yeah. get more participation medals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can see that there's a shift happening in different leagues anyway, you know. It's the, the power, the power dynamic is, you know, slowly shifting to other teams. But depending on if they keep a hold of their star players and... And those, the better teams in the league are also getting better. That's the thing. Yeah, it's so you can't, you, can't really, you can't really look down upon smaller teams for you from challenging. I mean, just look at what happened with uh, Levante and Barcelona. There, yeah. You know, I mean, granted, Levante at home, you know, their home form was, you know, something to speak about. But, you know, you're talking about the champions of Spain. Nobody saw that coming. You know, a Barcelona team in which Lionel Messi was playing in. Or did he come he played, I mean, I think he came on the bench. Yeah, he came on, but then still, you had I mean, a very played. strong, you had a very strong lineup of Coutinho, Suarez, and Dembele. 
You know, these are not, these are all 100 million. They are starters. Yes. Essentially, they are starters. You know, you. and, you know, for, you know, shout out to Emmanuel Boatin for, you <laughs> know, putting his name, you know, and he did play for Ghana recently and scored in the Japan friendly. So, you know, that's... Speaking of that Japan friendly, I didn't even know it was happening until... I think hours after and I go to Google. No, I'm, I thought ESPN alleged that the game was over. Oh, <laughs> Before I now had to go and see that Pate did something. And then yeah, and I saw the free kick and I just couldn't believe we were scoring free kicks. Man. But I, I think there's a common thing about you know African players and set pieces. And we don't trust them. We don't believe they are doing it. Fine. It just feels like luck. You know, <laughs> well, we have touched on this before, but you know, uh, the, the, the quality of football is changing. It's good to see that you know, it's good for the game. And hopefully, you know, uh, when, we, when we're breaking this down, we'll be able to see how far we've come and yeah. where it is going. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, overall, there really wasn't any much surprise when it came to the winners in the various leagues, was there? Because like you mentioned, it was already wrapped up. We knew where we are headed. The only excitement, arguably, was the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, from the knockout stage, and then you go into like, okay, who could actually stay? Who could actually make it? I would say from the City game, the City Liverpool tie. Yeah. You know, uh, you would think you would think that Barca would meet Madrid in the finals and probably you know cause an upset and prevent the three peats. Yeah. But no one expected Roma. They showed up. To, yeah, to do what they did. You know. Score two valuable away goals and take it back to Rome and prevent Barcelona from scoring. And Real themselves had a scare. It wasn't as if it was smooth sailing for them as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. But, you know, the UEFA Champions League is so far, like what we have seen is, is a competition of experience. If you know, if you are a seasoned veteran who has played in competition as long as you have, you know, for countless times, and you have been able to, you know, look an obstacle cold in the face and be able to come through from it. You know, you're more nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, you know, you won't see it through. Unless you're Juve and you face Madrid. Because <laughs> <laughs> all that experience, Charlie, still didn't have The experience loses. They don't experience oh, loses. You know, Buffon, Buffon was the only real leader who would have been able to, you know, pass that experience down. But then he hadn't, he, he hadn't won one with Juve before. Yeah. So, the Champions League, yeah. I would imagine so. He's been there for a long while now. No, he, he hasn't, he's yeah. never won the Champions League. He's never League. won the Champions League. Won the Champions League. So, you know, you have players who are daring to you know defeat the status quo. You know, you have you know a talisman such as Ronaldo, and you know a managerial juggernaut such as Zidane you know, <laughs> at the helm. So, you know, to see them do it three times in a row, and you know. People didn't think a double was possible. People didn't think that he would have been even able to win it the first time around. Because he came in in January. Yeah. You know, to, you know, pull the team together and, you know, face a very good Atletico side. And this will, I mean, since we are very much on the done right now, let's just stick with him. For starters, I don't think anybody saw. The announcement was the, the press conference was announced. And then an hour or two before, it started getting leaked that Zidane is looking for, like, he's quitting. And it still didn't make sense. Like, why was he going to leave Madrid after? Basically, he had Perez in his back pocket. He could request any player, any amount he felt like, and he would get it because the guy just won three times. Charlie, you give him what he wants. 
you you do but at the same time you also have a team to look to i i i've had discussions with you know like-minded people and they say that it's the best move and i honestly would have surprised if he stayed another year because is it, are we too saying this in hindsight it's telling, no. me, a, a, it's telling me a coach that has this no. much success no and the best move on the table is you walk away from it yes given <laughs> given the current circumstances which are present in the club you have which is what you guys are you making you have an ego such as cristiano ronaldo who is trying to angle for either a pay rise or a big move which is not outside the realms of possibility for madrid they can give him the huge pay rise but then why haven't they why are they even entertaining it why is it that it has reached this point that a a personality such as himself is trying to use these slide tactics to be able to get their attention you can easily go to your agent and say that you know what let them know i've done this for them they i I don't even know why you have to tell them that i've done this for them. but you you honestly feel like what is because of this ronaldo and i'm guessing bill force and that is as well that's why i i feel like that is like this is the reason why i'm going to step back and perez's whole you know perez's whole ethos is uh the galacticos yes star players who are putting a team and winning shit. and it's world cup season this is prime spending opportunity for real madrid you are not also uh, going to overlook what these galacticos have done you know and try and put them to the side i don't think perez would have been happy and trying to let him form his own team he would forever want to give him players to say that you know what do this with these players and again you're making it sound like Perez going to give him bad players he was going Perez to get them the but, best of the ex- but you are co- I mean, you are a coach who has done this on the highest level yeah right now it's either you are looking for legacy or you're looking to take your talent somewhere else and in, in current modern football in current modern football trying to create a legacy is very short term it's not a long-term project and i think that's what we are seeing now because yeah. it's just like you, you get your win where you can get them and then you move on to the next yeah, project yeah you move on to the next project because zidane could have easily been at madrid for 10 to 15 years and form a team which would challenge and not even challenge dominate there i i'm even i'm even shouting myself for even a word challenge they would have dominated because he brought he he when he came in this was a very much disjointed madrid team Benitez did his best to try and get on the size of players, but then just it just didn't happen. It, there seems to be a certain there, there has to be a certain air of uh, success, which comes with the Madrid manager. Yeah, Benitez, yeah, Benitez had succeeded in Europe before, but then you know, like we said, morning football is very short term. You know, you gotta look at your recent yeah, achievements. You, and need, what you, you did. need to have that recent win coming off the back of a league win or coming off the back of you forming a successful team and all. that's how come Pochettino was even in the run because he has in quote succeeded so the yeah. Poch, yeah the Poch Brigade the Poch Brigade you know have given Poch his plaudits for you know forming a very successful in quote team <laughs> yeah, yeah team but then you know in terms of trophies and all that we don't see that and that's how come you know this LP fan we might give Poch a chance to be able to form that team and then you know challenge but then uh you know, the, when when Zidane came in and you know, gelled the team together and went straight for a Champions League win, and then the next season won the league and the Champions League, you know, there was even supposed to be more success. But then they sort of floundered a little bit this season. 
but they still maintained, you know, the championship. Yeah, Florida in the league and win a three peat. Yeah, most, yeah. most managers and players will take that. Given the history which they have, you know, they are they are, they are the kings of Europe. Yeah, you know, that's that's the trophy which they seek the most. They haven't do, dominated domestically, but then you know, you can say king of Europe. I mean, yeah, Barcelona fans can say all they want, but yeah, king yeah, of Europe, king of Europe, yeah, you know, it's much harder, <laughs> king of Europe. <laughs> I, I think Liverpool. Or Ronaldo has the same amount as Barcelona. Yeah, it's like Champions League wins. So that is two questions now, or two things we should discuss. Is this squad an all-time great and legendary squad? I mean, we'll probably put our Bas- the great Barcelona squad to yeah. mention more back when Pep was in charge. Yeah. Does this Madrid team deserve to be up there? I mean, there's you could argue United that won the treble. Like, is this Madrid team historically? right up there because what they've achieved no other club after the 2000s or in the 2000s yes because to do it in this modern age of football why don't you want to extend it all the way to the beginning of the beginning you'll still pick madrid but then if we're saying about this madrid team yeah this madrid team yes you know undoubtedly because I mean, it's, it's enough to look at the number of trophies which they've won and then say that, yeah. But then you look at the, the personalities inside which make up the team and, you know, you'll be able to pick a various number of statistics out to, to you know, sort of back the claim that this is the greatest team in the Champions League. You know, uh, from the defenders, you know, you have the Marauders, left back in Marcelo. You have the midfield maestro in Cruz and Modric. Yeah. And you have the attacking threats of Cristiano Ronaldo. You can sort of flip it around and then, you know, try and add Bill or Benzema. But even Benzema, I don't think Benzema has that many goals. But then still... I mean, he, he's, a con- he's a key he, part of the yeah, squad in terms of his he's play a contributor. and his boy, yeah, whatever you know, he does for the team. You know, so... Uh, undoubtedly, yeah. And, you know... Let's, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Zidane saw that, and you know they are aging right now, and they might not be willing to you know look at their own uh, their decline. Yeah, or they might not really want to face it, and they, they don't want to be phased out. Or it's either I'm a key part, or you know. I'm and at this point, like the target behind Real Madrid's back is it's insane right now because you want it once, you want it twice, three times. Everybody's going to want to beat you when they play in the Champions League. And teams are getting better. Yeah. You know, City, I think they, they picked the wrong or that, you know, they drew the shorter straw in terms of the draw. Uh, I, I really did wish, you know, the two English teams were sort of split and given different counterparts to be able to play and then see how far they progress. Yeah. You know, to sort of pair them up and then one had to play. But and, Liverpool, and Liverpool came to, but unfortunately, I mean, Football can be cruel, man. We are United fans. Well, I mean, I'm yeah, a United yeah. fan at least. Then, you, know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even wish that one there. No, well, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't even want them to win at all. Yeah. But not like that. Not like that. I mean, play and, you know, be play, or be played off the park. Yeah. Play or be played off the park. But not to lose a key player. But not to lose a key player and on. then, you know, Silly, silly, silly mistakes. You know, I feel I feel for carriers because you know, as a football player, your mentality is everything. This could easily make or break him in the sense that he could either never play football again 
because he said I can't be trusted enough yeah. to be put in between the sticks. Or he could never be in an elite yeah, club or yeah. position. You know, he said that you know I I don't think I can handle the pressure really well, so I really just rather stick with a team which you know lower expectations, yeah. kind of like a Rob Green, just yeah, yeah, mid table teams and <laughs> people know. constantly reminding you of slipping the ball through. Or playing it in front of the striker. God I mean, damn it, man. man. I mean, that, that, was, that was hard to watch. But Zidane has... Now, I, I, like, I, like I said earlier, he, he made the right call. Right now, the onus is on the next manager for comes to sort of, you know, let the players know that... Uh, I've got this. I've got this. Also, you know, you might not necessarily play, play an important role or... I might limit your appearances only to certain competitions or yeah. only certain matches. But then right now, I'm focusing on bringing in the next, you know, talents or players or, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to build a, a longer... It's a new era, essentially. Like, this is the end of a, yeah. end of a chapter. You know, as, I mean, you have you know, youth in the form of, I think they have a Moroccan or Algerian right back. Couldn't play as much, but then it's sort of good. Uh, Asensio, Vasquez, uh, v- uh, Vicinius, and uh, Flamengo. He's on loan right now. I don't know if the, the next coach will bring him in or such. And also, uh, this kid. There's Kovacic, there's still, what's his name, Varane. They're still young yeah, players. Yeah, there's still young players inside. And, uh, no, there's this kid from Norway. Odegaard. Yeah, who was sent out on Is he back? Nah, but then he's done well with Henry uh, Reven. And uh, if the next manager needs him or anything they they come they have youth prospects yeah which they can integrate into the team and then you know make them key players right now they're just squad players or first team players but then you know try and form them you know they have to also realize that this is an opportunity to step up yeah and you know uh, they have they also have to take the next step in their development and if anything the pressure is kind of new manager you might not necessarily be expected to succeed as the past, but like, no, no, I, yeah, like people no, give I, some leeway, like it's a rebuilding period, like let's give them some time. Madrid, Madrid never get that, yeah. Madrid never has that, but at least it's still going to be. It's understandable from you know a world point of view, and Madrid says would give them the pressure that you are in a club which demands absolutely. So, yeah, you know, it's either a make or break. There have been players who have come and flopped in the past. And, you know, you could be one of those people. But if you also feel like you are not, show us. Step up. And let us respect you. And, you know, that that's a certain mentality, you know, which people uh, sort of take on and then, you know, help them elevate their game to a whole different level. Our last, our last topic discussion on Madrid, Zidane. At, at this point, he's what? I don't say an all-time great coach, but he's one of the best coaches you've ever seen. Right? I mean, given the short amount of time, yeah, one of the best, one of the greatest, one of the best. Which way are you? Which one are we? Which one are we? Okay, which one are we arguing is more I will applicable. give him the tag one of the best, you know, coaches in the modern era. Okay. Anyway. Is it going to be one of those things where he has to go and do it somewhere else? Then we can consider him. No. Okay. Simple. Does he line up when you mentioned Pep? You mentioned Jose. Does he come? Do you, does he? Does his name come up? Does he belong on the same tier with them? I think he's even above them. Gold. I think he's even above them. Because, you know, Pep, if Pep, that's Pep has done the whole, if go, that's go somewhere else and, and then, win it. And win it. And hasn't been able to do that. 
You know, he's so won, that's, that's he's a, won the leagues, but not he's won the leagues, but you know, has it's the same thing with Barcelona. And then you know, they they would hold on to that that you know we've done it domestically and you know we're kicking everybody left, right, center. Yeah. Know. But then have you done it on the big stage though? Have you been able to, you know, hold that mantle for as long as we have? So we are putting Pep above. So that makes him the the best and the greatest modern manager. And I'll say the best. Greatest means that you are looking over everybody else. I mean, if he's above Pep and Jose, who else is there? Who is he under? Modern manager-wise. Modern yeah. manager, you put, in terms of the accolades, you put Carlo right next to him. Sort of. Okay, but if, you are, if Carlo is a modern manager, is Fergie a modern manager? Like, is it when you join? No, I mean, Fergie, Fergie is retired. Okay, I see what you mean. Fergie is active, active. Active, sorry. Active yeah, yeah, I, should, I should make that clear. Okay, active managers. Yeah. Interesting. I'd still need him to go to another league or just another competition because I feel like he's had success, which is undeniable. Mm-hmm. But then there's something about repetition that just makes your case stronger that you actually do have, like, it wasn't just a fluke, it wasn't just you finding yourself in the perfect storm to make everything happen. Replicating your result just shows that you're. Okay, so if you also have a question for you, if you look at that, right? If you look at that, um, I, I understand that the game has changed. Sort of. Why then would you give uh, Alex Ferguson a greater? Because he stayed at one place. Yeah. He stayed at one place, and then whereas these coaches go to multiple teams and do it. Yeah. Would Would you say that because he stayed and built teams upon teams upon teams, who won at different times, as compared to you know they uh, coaches who build a team, win it, and then goes to a different club, builds another team, and then. Sort of win it again. Like, do you put them on that same level? I feel like for me, the the greatest tag, honestly, just has to do with longevity. Like, okay. like, yeah, we need to see you do it. It has to span over multiple areas. Okay. We have to see you compete against the new contenders, your peers, the new kids on the block. Like, let's see how you match up. Okay. And nothing against it. Now he's just started his coaching career. In fact, he's had the most fantastic starts. Like, he could literally be bad for the next five years, and then have like two good seasons in his next four. And he could argue be still counted the greater one among the oh, best I modern mean, you coaches. Know, you're, you're working in football. You will have bad spells. Yeah. You will have bad spells. And uh, dare I say this is the worst spell Mourinho's had because he's won a trophy at least every season. Yeah. But I think by the third year, he almost always gets a league. So yeah. this is historically bad for him. Yeah. This, this is his worst season. He's acting out. But then, you know, United is... A big job even if people don't even want to admit it because uh you know to take a team which for the past three or four seasons hasn't finished above fourth mm-hmm. seven six yeah yeah hasn't finished above fourth and get them to this if you ask me a question you know have we had a successful season we've had a progressive season i'll say we have a success increment yeah you could see the offshoots of progress but it's frustratingly slow yeah. sometimes it feels but then but you know a manager will a manager will sense things to come in and <laughs> sort of you know shake the reins because granted you have you have a coach who has that winning mentality which is supposed to you know sort of trickle down to the players but what he demands from this modern group of players i don't think you'll get it yeah because I remember the time which uh, I remember the time when he was at Chelsea and I think he wanted to get Pogba. I could sort of get the sense that he wanted to convert Pogba into the Lampard which he had in his team. But 
goal scoring midfielder who would maraud you know carry the ball, ball and you exactly. know, take it forward and all of that but then ha- also have to have that defensive responsibility and then Pogba isn't that type of player and also what Mourinho I've, I've watched a few of the people I've seen that Mourinho is the type of coach who wants his players to sort of die for him once it's bad you know as bad as he does yeah. you know and you've sort of seen these characters in the various teams which he's played like you sort of he's managed uh in the Inter, you had your Wesley Snyder, you had your Decos, you had your... The guy who played out from Milito, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you yeah, in Chelsea, you had your Jobless, you had your Asians, you had your Lampards and Terry's. Yeah. Madrid was a one-off because, you know... I mean, hell, he brought Ace in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ozil... Yeah, I mean, he had Ozil. Ozil did, you know, put yeah. in a shift for him. Ronaldo as well. Like. Ronaldo as well, but then that... Ronaldo is a professional who, you know, he wants to win, so whatever it takes. Because, yeah, you know, and Mourinho might not get that with these players. So right now that they've had a sort of a taste for success, they have to be molded into professionals who can do it their way, but at the same time to have that nasty edge. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and say that you know what, you can be a flair player who wants a bag. Yeah, you know, and you know, I don't think Mourinho is the bad person, but like. I mean, no, I don't think Mourinho is that person for the team. Right? Oh, to, to get of, to, yeah, to get them to transition them into yeah, that yeah, it's, mind state. Yeah. Okay, you know, because if you look at the okay. progression of United from Moyes to Van Hal to Mourinho, Moyes sort of took a team who had just won the league, but couldn't sort of get them to compete again. Van Hal brought a structure which was necessary at the time. He he tore everything down and yeah. was building something. Was building something, but then the football. Because they, I don't think any of the coaches would have come have understood the football which we want. Yeah, you know, and they were struggling to get. Yeah, and that that also looks bad on Woodward because he might be, he might he might be forgetting to let them know that I also demand this of you. I feel like as my head coach, you know, yes, I want results, but played the football which I want which United demands. And you are supposed to let them know from the offset so that they can say that okay fine, I'll take it. I feel like with each for United, with each season that goes by, that there isn't success, results become priority over style. Who said that? That's why that's why I feel. <laughs> like Moyes has wasted that great period of let's try to win and win the right way, whatever that even means. Now, no, I, th- I, th- I think with each new managerial appointment, there's that leeway. The first season is always let's see what you can do, whether you can adapt to it. But the priority is win, yeah. The priority is win. But if then, Van had won playing what he was playing, at least he would have been in the job at so now. If Mourinho wins playing how he's no, playing, I don't know. Van Hal was, was, was given the boost because of you know the yeah discontent but if he was winning and there was no such discontent the football he won the FA Cup and they sacked him that day yeah but if there was no discontent and he had won the league and was in the Champions League and like dude but then we are commenting on things in the past that at this yeah. point we are just speculating yeah yes. <laughs> so yeah Zidane is I'll, gi- I'll give him I'll give him uh, the best okay if you haven't already make sure to subscribe to After the Whistle on your favorite podcast manager so that's um Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Acast, essentially, wherever there's a podcast app or service, just type after the whistle. Hit subscribe and make sure to share the episode. Uh, before we leave, our final topic, the World Cup is around the corner. 
I mean, are you excited? Honestly, I don't know if it's a combination of the location, as in the host nation Russia, yeah. and Ghana not being a part, but the the hype really isn't there. But then there've been times. It's not as if Ghana has always been in the World Cup, so yeah. World Cup hype has always existed. It just seems very. I feel. I feel like the marketing, the marketing was or has not been spot on. We don't even know the World Cup song. Oh, it came out. Usually, the Will Smith. I did not. Li- I haven't listened to it. But then, <laughs> previous iterations, you knew the World Cup song. Yeah, it was. It was. Around. It was. It was. It was around. And you couldn't it was escape hella it. Yeah, it was you, hella catchy. You, you know. Let me know what you think. People are complaining about this song, but I feel like for it's in Russia, it's targeted towards Europeans. I feel like with the techno next the EDM, EDM, EDM. But I mean, it has an EDM beat. It's repeatable enough. I think it works for the, the market. Like, people are slating Will Smith. I'm like, yo, Charlie. The guy probably just they gave him bruh, miss these KPIs. Bruh, bruh, you, 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 are, you are a retired rapper. You're a retired rapper who is now a star actor in a country... Who is not even participating in the cup, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, US is, is and they must have really shown him something to, you know. Or oh, they paid him. I mean yeah. it was just that Will Smith just had this come up this year with his whole IG success and it's like, yo, this guy everybody, everybody cares about Will Smith now. Everybody knows Will Smith already. <laughs> Bring him on, he can sing. Charlie, drop him on. Yeah, so like I don't think there was any forethought. I, I thought it was okay, you know, Dualipa was uh, champion Yeah. Performer. But I don't think there has been any Proper planning with the marketing and advertising. And I don't even know what the mascot is. I've, I've seen it, but I can't remember what it is. I've I, seen I, the. I've look. only seen the poster. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I've seen like artwork. But I can't remember. I can't tell you right now. The World Cup mascot is a tiger or is, is a bear. So it's not, I don't think I don't think it's about Ghana not being inside. Even the African countries inside who we should sort of be rooting for. We have Nigeria and Egypt. You know. Yeah, Egypt has. Salah question yeah. throughout the group stages. I mean, Abu Taika. Hey, still playing? Yeah. You have the goalkeeper who's at 40 years old. OG, man. <laughs> you know, playing out. I mean, uh, yeah, they, 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 they are a team who I feel like we should be supporting. Who is Nigeria? No, both, both Egypt and Nigeria. I mean, Senegal, Cameroon, and such. I don't know if they'll be able to go far, but then, like, we believe in the talismanic effect of uh, a single player mm-hmm. and what they can have on that team. Nigeria is just a bunch of, uh, bunch of. Don't you be smudging the name of Obi Mikel? No, no, <laughs> you know, a, a bunch of like-minded individuals, like, because Nigeria and Ghana are pretty close to each other, you know, despite the various things which we fight about. Yeah, uh, we 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 have a like-minded you know, upbringing. So we, we we relate to them more. So if anything, I I believe that we should be behind them, you know, and you know, hope that they go far where we couldn't have gone. Yes, you as I'm one. Uh-huh. So made the Suarez's in their campaign slip. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, man! Super Sport has this, you know, uh, they they've been playing they've been playing clips yeah. to try and get us into the mood. And why why are they always using our video to sort of? It's not necessary. We all understand. And we all know what's happened. See, when that video comes, it should be a text. Suarez happened. Then the next then clip. Then the next clip. Like, yeah, we understand. But then to show the that. Moment, and then, you know, the they also show Suarez's uh, reaction. To, you know, of him missing the penalty. Oh, the celebration, sorry. You know, re- reliving it. 
it's just so hard but that's football and hopefully you know this might happen to their country or you know a european country but the african countries you know will go far and let it be at someone else's expense yes so so who who do you have to win it man this is a difficult one like you just played cbs with the damn germans I believe either I'll go for the dark horse and you know slight oh, favorites. Portugal. No, <laughs> well, dark horse is Belgium. Slight oh, favorites. Martinez. I don't slight, trust him. Slight favorites. I don't trust. Ma- I don't slight trust. favorites. France. I don't trust Martinez. France with Blanc's thing bubbling and with all the hype. Yeah, maybe once Zidane is coaching France, I'd I'd buy it for yeah, the next I mean, World yeah, Cup. But I don't know. You never know. They they could ride their luck out and then. Yo, like you said earlier, when we talk about Champions League, at some point it just falls to know how, and I just think the Germans, the Germans, to bore their not bore their way, but they're just going to somehow stumble themselves in the quarterfinals and then. Why don't you mention South Africa? Why don't you think Brazil? Oh, well, I mean, with all well, the South, South America, South America, America. Uh, they did change coach. You're right, but Brazil does. Well, it hinges on Neymar. It feels like that team very much hinges on Neymar. We don't know how fit he is coming back, but. Yeah, he is a talisman, but the, the team is fit, has, you know, a depth of attacking talent. Jesus on the back of a good season. Coutinho on, a, on his preferred move. Yeah. Firmino to going all the way to the Champions League. And Nuisance yeah. to play against. You know, he, Brazil is something to look at, but I feel like probably, you know, they might have some reservations about their playing style and also, you know, how to get the work done. Yeah, see, that's another team that has to contend with winning the right way. Yeah, you know, and it really that's hinges on what the coach will be able to tell them and how they also react to it. Yeah. So, me, I still think that France will go far and take it. Me, I'll believe in them. Okay. That, that, that's, that's my priority. And also, uh, if anyone else was to win, I'll give it to Belgium. I don't see Martinez. I feel like he's going to make a bad. He's going to tank. He's going to tank that. But so definitely send us your comments. Let us know what you think. Next episode, we're definitely going to talk about the World Cup a bit some more. By then, some group stage should have been played. It's been after the whistle. Dominate the conversation. Dominate the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown!